0: full transparency because I'm nothing if not transparent with you. I started this podcast in order to have a vehicle to create a relationship with you. I honestly didn't really put too much thought into it apart from that. And a lot of it is because I believe in just taking massive imperfect action. And so I did. Yes, I had a strategy and framework to grow it through content marketing, which is, by the way, exactly what we created Capture for. Yes, I had a general idea of how I wanted to produce and edit it. And yes, I generally knew who I wanted to talk to and about what. But apart from that, I kind of just launched the podcast and I've really been muddling along and working things out along the way, just like I'm sure you are too. And so you may notice that whenever I come across a strategy that I know will help me grow my podcast or my business, I do it. I implement it right alongside you. And today's episode is no different because in today's episode, I'm going to break down what we learned about how to become your favorite show and what we are doing in implementing it. Yep. Watch out. We are going to create something that you're never going to want to stop listening to. Hopefully. So if you're also looking to do the same for your audience to create a podcast, they'll never want to stop listening to because you are absolutely their favorite podcast, then hang with me that is exactly what I'm going to be diving into. My name is Deidre Shen-Seer and co-founder of Capture, the fastest way to repurpose and market your expert content. And this is the Grow My Podcast show. Yeah, yeah. Hey you, gosh, did you listen to last week's episode? I mean, Come on now, I'm always blown away by the guests on this podcast and last week was definitely no exception because Jay Okunzo from The Creator Kitchen brought up something that, as I mentioned in my intro, I had never really stopped to think about. I had never stopped to think about how I create something for my audience that they'll never want to stop listening to. How do I create your favorite show? And so in today's episode, I wanted to do it. I wanted to break Jay's framework down and work it all out alongside you. And to do that, I have my co-founder and COO Bonarai with me once again. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> this is going to be pretty cool. Pretty cool episode. I'm
1: excited for this one. I loved Jay's framework.
0: Yeah, it was pretty dense. So I'm glad that we we found the time to <laughs> break it down into its component parts and to actually think it through. Quite we, you know, we did our homework. We we did the things. Now we're not at all. I wouldn't call it the perfect landing spot, but it's a really good start, mm. I think, anyway. Yeah. And hopefully by us talking about how we're thinking about it, then you can also start to think about how you're going to think about it, yeah. how you're going to be able to bring this to life for your own podcast. Yes. So with that, have actually a really easy step one.
1: I think we love starting easy. Just ease ourselves into it before breaking yes. our brains.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, actually, before we go in the steps, I'd love to hear from you, Bonner. Like, why do you think it's important to create... A favourite podcast. I, mean, I feel like this is a really, it's kind of a no, like a duh, but I really want to hear you put it into words because you're way more articulate than me. I think that's the reframe,
1: right? It's creating a favourite podcast versus, you know, trying, like I think so many of us, especially if we're, you know, but... I guess interested in becoming a high performing individual a high performing team we're so focused on being the best and then we get ourselves tied up in knots because the best is very subjective mm-hmm. and then we beat ourselves up about all of these different metrics and all of these different things that we think are important but it's really I think such an interesting question to reframe it into okay how do I become my most ideal audience's favorite where mm. they do actually a come back and listen regularly but tell other people just like them about it it's kind of like just a really good folk you know target market reframe really
0: well it actually really takes the pressure off it doesn't, doesn't it? it because you know like I know and I'm super proud of uh, we've got multiple Capshovians who you know they've said since using Show they've now hit you know the top one percent of in this on listed notes they've you know hit all of these metrics that like objectively does make it seem like they're the best and like I'm so proud of them but also I know that there are some others who don't hit that and and maybe they never will because maybe their target audience is so small that they're just never going to be able to get to those lofty heights and but thinking about it this way where it's like okay let's remove the whole we're not going to be the best but we're going to be the favorite for your ideal audience it actually takes a lot of pressure off
1: it does, having to look it?
0: at those you know quote-unquote objective metrics that we would never be able to atta- some of us will never be able to attain anyway yeah and maybe we
1: don't want to because that's not the aim of our podcast yeah. I think that's the
0: other thing too to say
1: because what especially you know if you are using your bo- podcast to grow your business which is definitely what we're doing and most of our listeners are doing it's really going okay it's it's less about, it's, it's nice to hit the top 1%. I don't even know where we're at with that. But really, it's like when you become your favorite, you, yeah, of course, you enroll them into the Capture vision and you get them to take action with Capture. And that's more important to us. Like mm. those are the things, right? So I think it just kind of, yeah, it takes the pressure off, gets you focusing on the right things. And then to your point, opens up, I think, a level of creativity where we're like, oh, okay, these are our people who, who love listening to it. You know, the Jerry, hi, Jerry, Jerry's of the world, Tony's of the world to say, how do we create for them? And it becomes a more personal and enjoyable experience for us as well, I feel. Mm, Yeah, for sure.
0: So if you are listening to this and you're like, I have no idea what you are talking about, Deidre and Bonner, then this is your step one. Your step one is to go and listen or maybe even just re-listen. I actually think it's very, very worth re-listening to last week's episode. That is the episode that Jay Okunzo did with me. And once you listen to that, things, or re-listen to it, because I had to, things will start to fall into place around, okay, it was very dense. There's a lot that he goes into. We're going to help you through that, by the way, in this episode about how we break it down and how we, we, yeah, how basically we break it down ourselves. But re-listening to that will just kind of, I think, highlight to you again, why it's so different, why it's so important and different to reframe becoming your audience's favorite show, not the best. And it might sound counterintuitive because we're, oh, and you might even feel a bit of resistance because I certainly did. You know, I am, if there was a dish definition of overachiever, I think everyone who knows me knows that I am that definition.
1: Your photo's in the dictionary next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Deidre Shen, pronounced Deidre Shen.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it was hard for me to be like, what do you mean? I, sh- what do you mean? Not Don't strive for the best. I, I'm used to having to strive to be the best, but now it's so good because as, as I said, it takes just off, that takes the pressure off. And now we can just focus on what's really important, which is how do we create an amazing show for you? So it definitely, I mean, we'd definitely love to hear from you about whether you think that we're on the right track, because we're going to head into step two now, which is actually creating what Jay calls your audience resonance pyramid. I know. I love a framework. And I love pyramids. I love any shape, really. <laughs> Give me a As framework in a, a shape. shape. <laughs>
1: yeah. It needs to be A shape.
0: Yeah. I love it. All right. So you may know the traffic pyramid has four tiers. The audience residence pyramid also has four tiers. You know
1: what? We love four-tiered pyramids on this show. We have a special affinity for them. The, for them.
0: Yeah. So if you yourself have a four-tiered <laughs> pyramid in your Framework is in a four-tier pyramid, email me, let me know. (laughs) We'll we'll shout you out. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that is such a great idea. It's a terrible idea. Okay. Anyway, we've gone off track. All right, let's get into set to creating your audience resonance pyramid. So I'm gonna just rattle off the four sort of tiers and then we'll go into what each of those mean. Yeah. So the first tier is what Jay calls relevance, the second tier is enjoyable, Mm -hmm. the third tier is impactful. Mm And the fourth is personal.
1: Oof, just getting sexier as we go. Oh. <laughs> love it. We love a good pyramid.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna okay, so let's in our own words, because I know again, go and listen to last week's episode and Jay very clearly defines what each of these things mean. But I want us to put our own overlay on this, if that's cool. So Bonner, let's start with relevance. What does that mean to you?
1: Yeah. So visually on the pyramid, relevance really is the the bottom foundational mm-hmm. layer, really. Like all good pyramids, it's it's widest at the bottom. It's it's table stakes. Like this gets you into the game. Mm-hmm. And for us, the way that we think about it is fundamentally for this show, it wouldn't the show wouldn't be the show without the fact that we have, you know, guests and obviously myself too, but you know, definitely us expert guests talking about strategies and tactics to grow your podcast because it's the Grow My Podcast show, (laughs) but specifically for entrepreneurs. So we're not necessarily talking to people who are looking to maybe grow their show to, you know, get sponsorship and deals and things like that, although that's a great path to follow. We're really specifically talking to podcasters who are growing a business with their podcast and using it for that. And it's really about bringing them marketing strategies and growth strategies that's going to help them do that really effectively.
0: Yes, for sure. Although, and as an aside, because I just want to want to drop this, as you were saying that, I was like, oh my gosh, a light bulb went off. because, cool. And I want to do another episode on, yes, you can use a podcast to grow your business, which is what we do and what we, you know, that you listening to this is a poorly doing, but the opportunities to create passive income through all the, con- oh my gosh. Anyway, mm-hmm. I that's, a, that's another, uh, yeah, okay. Because yeah. we're, we're going to start doing the things too. So we'll share as we... Anyway, I did Honey Trap. There you go. You gotta, you gotta stick with us because A, this is your favorite show, but also B, there's some really cool content coming your way yeah, that we're and, trying out um, ourselves.
1: Me, myself also don't, I'm also hooked on this <laughs> now because <laughs> I think I'm helping it co-creator with you, but I can't wait to learn more. I love finding out while we're recording.
0: <laughs> but yes, relevant. This so. is what happens. Yes, relevant. Okay. So yeah. So think about from your perspective, if you know your show, you, you created for a reason, you created for a particular person. When you thought about doing that, when you thought about creating it, what was the minimum thing you were like, if nothing else, this is what I'm going to provide my audience, you know, if nothing else, we are going to provide strategies and tactics to help entrepreneurs with a business podcast, grow their shows. That was us. What about you? You know, if nothing else, you're going to help your audience do X, Y, Z, you know, to learn how to meditate in the right way or get inspired to do xyz i don't know what that looks like for you but that's the first tier of the pyramid is work out what is real like how your show is relevant to your audience mm. okay so that's tier number one yep tier number two is enjoyable mm-hmm. What does this mean to you?
1: This is where it starts getting fun, I guess. So the, you know, the point to note about relevance is it's widest because there are going to be a lot of other shows that mm. are very similar. Mm-hmm. And this is where I think in, from my perspective, you start to bring a bit of your own flavor to this to say, okay, well, if I was going to help, you know, people achieve this outcome in which in our cases, if I was to talk to other entrepreneurs who podcast and help them grow their shows and deliver strategies and tips how would I do it in a way that's enjoyable for me but would make it enjoyable for them? I think that's the very simple human frame that I put on it and definitely what we started doing on this show. And I can't remember which episode it was that you were – maybe it was episode 16 mm. with, with Jared, I think, was it?
0: So you, with the first guest episode. The first I think guest, I did, yeah. yeah. Jared Easley.
1: <laughs> I remember you were, you were like, oh, this is going to take me a bit of time. But, you know, I think – I really want to try a narrative style because I enjoy listening mm-hmm. to that style. And I think this would make it more, although the guests are great, rather than a straight Q&A. And I was like, oh, that does sound quite complicated. And it does take, it does take a lot a bit of time. time. Yep. But I was like, that would make a lot of sense. And I remember trying that format. So for us, it was like, okay, well, here's going to be some really awesome information. But how do we turn that into more of a story? Not a once upon a time story, but a mm-hmm. narrative that is much more pleasant to listen to which means that the information and the the strategies and stuff are going to be you know more impactful for people so i think to me enjoyable just goes how do i make this a better listening experience
0: yeah i think that's right and you know it it does take it does take a bit of time for me to to bring it all together if i'm going to be honest but i think with that time as i'm doing it sometimes i do sit there going like why am i doing this this is hard But, and, you know, by the way, I did a whole episode with Dave Jackson on this. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but definitely go and listen to that. If you are interested in learning about the ins and outs of doing a narrative style podcast, we kind of cover that. We also cover the bad, like the, oh my gosh, what have we been doing? You know, the editing and, and everything else. But hopefully by going through that pain ourselves, we actually, we actually hopefully make it a really, yeah, enjoyable listening experience for you because i would prefer to put that hard work in and make it an, create an output or an outcome that serves you than to just be like oh, okay well i'll just publish something the way it is and
1: exactly i don't know is
0: it going to be enjoyable for you maybe maybe not but you know i yeah. I don't know I just I think I feel better approaching it that way definitely more enjoyable
1: than it would have been I think that's the thing because and this is where I think as a host you sort of lean into your superpower that doesn't make it easy none of this stuff is easy just because you're good like you know you have the superpower so in your case you're really good at joining the dots doesn't mean that putting together a narrative style episode is easy because it requires so much cognitive effort and and Mm -hmm. time but that is sort of how your brain naturally thinks so you just let your brain do that and and I think it makes you a very attentive host too because as you're listening you're like oh that's a really I really Mm -hmm. like that point and let me make sure that we highlight that in this way so I think that's where you bring your value to it like no one else is
0: going to do it like that yes for sure And I think as we were talking, we were talking about this, you came up with a particular term to describe what it is that we're doing with the Narrative Style Podcast. Not just an enjoyable listening experience, because enjoyable is just like, we have to think of other synonyms because that's actually the name of the second tier. So we can't actually use enjoyable listening experience. So, Bonna, if you were to describe the listening experience that we are trying to create for our listeners with this Narrative Style Podcast, how would you describe it? I feel like I have to start this in my defense. (laughs) Yep we're planning this
1: anyway the way that I would describe it and you can come for me in the comments later but is a moist listening experience again take it as you will but the way that I thought about it was to say sometimes not that our guests are boring because our guests are amazing but like you said even with Jay who we're talking about in this episode there's a lot of information it can feel dense for people so really you know it can be dry and what's the opposite of dry Sometimes it's moist. So really what you do with your narrative style is you bring some lubrication to some of yeah, this information and it's a delicious, moist listening experience.
0: There yeah. you go. Love it. So I would love to hear from you. Please email hi at capshow.com with what you think about Bonnet's description of this podcast. Is it, is it moist? Behind it. Do you think it's... Like, how are your
1: ebuds feeling? They're feeling well lubricated. <laughs> They're ready for the day after you listen to one of these episodes.
0: And you're welcome. Okay, so we are going to get into the third. I don't know where to go from here. I feel yeah, like really
1: you just full stop, and then you just move yeah. on like it never happened. If this doesn't make it, I'm I'm fine. I'm I enjoyed this.
0: Okay, we're going to get into the third and fourth tiers and break down how we thought about it for our podcast right after this short break. Hey, Capshovians, mark your calendars for January 23rd and 24th as we bring you the first ever Capshovians Live in Orlando. We are bringing together a dozen expert speakers to dive deep into the one, yes, just one, key strategy you need to scale your marketing and your business in 2024. You get an exclusive peek into the future of the Capsho software and connect with leading industry figures. Whether you're looking to network with fellow entrepreneurs, learn from top-notch experts or just want a memorable experience, this is the place to be. We are keeping this event intentionally intimate so that you're not just another face in a crowded room. Yes, we want to get to know each and every one of you. So spots are very limited, which means you're going to need to grab your ticket now. Go to www.capshovianslive.com and get in on the early bird pricing before it goes up. That's www.capshovianslive.com and let's take on 2024 together. Welcome back. Okay, so we are currently breaking down Jay Akunso's Audience Resonance Pyramid, which is a four-tier framework that he has to ensure that you're, the premise of your podcast is actually one that is going to stand out and become a favorite for your audience. So we covered, and what we're doing in this particular episode is we're actually working out how it is that we can apply that framework to this show. And it's actually, you know, we had took a lot of thinking and a bit of back and forth, and we came up with some really great things. So one is from a relevance perspective, obviously, table stakes. Fundamentally, if nothing else, what does this podcast do? It provides the strategies and tactics to help entrepreneurs with a business podcast grow their shows. The second tier is enjoyable, and again, how do we make it enjoyable? By apparently creating a moist listening experience. What's with the apparently? It's, trust <laughs> it's going to catch it's, on. So that's to make it enjoyable. Okay, so how are you making it enjoyable for your listener? And again, this is our our example of it is that we do it through a narrative style podcast. Now I know that that is not a like it's it's a lot of work, so we are not expecting anyone else to be following in our footsteps. Definitely listen to last week's episode. Jay goes through another example, which may or may not have something to do with eating hot wings.
1: You're going to get hungry listening to that.
0: But but yeah, just think about what is it that how do you make your podcast enjoyable for your audience? And this is where less shows honestly make it even to this second tier, Mm. right? Again, first tier is like Inundated. Everyone, you, your, who you might perceive as your competitors, anyone who starts a podcast has some kind of relevance in some way. We would hope, or to the, for their audience. But enjoyable is—it's actually a hard. It's a pretty hard one to 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 get into because this is where you have to start thinking a little bit creatively mm. about how you're bringing the listening experience to life for your audience. So anyway, so that's the second tier. Now the third tier is impactful, and this just raises the bar again because now we're like oh wait what how do we (laughs) like I thought it was enough to have this slight difference of having a narrator start podcast now we have to make it impactful what does that mean and what does that look like and for us and I actually want to we only really stumbled upon this very recently actually we it was gosh which episode was it it was the episode after the one that 66 it was episode 66 Mm -hmm. okay episode 66 was where Bono and I just like we're doing now, spoke about how we took what we learned from Alexis Hugh from Voxelize and implemented it for this podcast, this show. And when we released that episode, I remember getting, I think I was getting DMs and I got a particular, we got a particular email from Jerry, Jerry Dugan. Hi, Jerry. From Beyond the Ride. And he had some really awesome things to say about that particular episode. Mm.
1: I mean, Jerry's great. He's such a growth minded individual. So this doesn't surprise me at all. But I think really that was the unlock where he was, I think, out doing a bit of hiking or rocking and listening to episode 66. And he wrote back to say, my trail, you know, my my thing was for 30 minutes. And I loved that you stepped through these three steps of implementing PVO for your podcast, in this case, the Grow My Podcast show. And there were two sub steps in step one out of the three steps. They are like thinking steps because the other two are doing steps. And he was actually, while he was rucking in the Texas heat, went through those two steps to for his podcast. And I thought that was such a great example of this because we we do this podcast so people can learn on the go and they have a, a resource that they can help implement. But us, I think, talking through, again, a very, not dry, but like in a very information heavy episode mm-hmm. on PVO, mm-hmm. us bringing it to life with our podcast very imperfectly. I in a was, very moist way
0: very moist
1: yeah i mean the the episode that you and Alexis is very moist it was a moist listening <laughs> experience and then that really set jerry up to listen to 66 which was maybe less moist because i was there but you know again inspired him to action because he was so well lubricated to to take action on step one a and b and have this really compelling teachers and tears <laughs> just from giggles giggle tears and i thought that's amazing. That's exactly what we want. And as entrepreneurs, you know, we're multitasking a lot of the time. We're moving. We're trying to move our bodies. We're trying to stay healthy, hydrated, and also <laughs> to take action. And you know, and Jerry's also got a family. But you know, just being able to do it in that thirty minutes to just take very specific action, come home, and be excited. He was like excited to get home, make those changes for his podcast and we'd love to hear the results when he's had a bit of time.
0: Yeah, for sure. So his email was subject line, just made an improvement because of episode 66 of GMPS. I mean, if that's it's not so impactful, yes, I don't know what is. And so we took solace in that to be like, okay, well, how is it that we can make an impact? How can we make this podcast impactful? And that was to do more of these episodes yeah. where we actually talk through, because we're we're learning and doing alongside you. Like we're very open about that. We don't know all the things. In fact, that's why, you know, we a lot of times we get guest experts on and I do a lot of events for Capshovians, and masterminds and challenges and things because I am learning as well as as we go. And so it makes total sense for us to be like, well, if we're learning and we're doing it, why don't we just share about that? Mm. Hopefully that can make an impact by way of we can go through. We almost provide another example for you to think about how to apply the frameworks that we're learning to your own podcast or business yes and so that yeah that was actually really eye-opening and i was like great wait let's do more of that and that's how we can hopefully make this show more impactful yep so that's the third tier of the audience residence pyramid and how we're applying it to this particular podcast and so then the fourth tier the last tier is to make it personal mm. and this is a hard one to not gonna lie i mean all of these tiers are hard really but this one's obviously very hard because it's it's at the top of the pyramid, and it's really about how it is that I can make this personal to you and to you listening to this. And I I guess I always come back to you know why did we start this podcast and who did we start this for? Basically, we're the same, <laughs> you you and I. Like I started this podcast for you, but actually I I started this podcast for me because. I know that for me especially, the best thing about or the best way to learn, I think, is actually by learning directly, but also by doing. And I also know that entrepreneurs, as entrepreneurs, we have so many things going on that it's sometimes hard to do all things and it sometimes gets really lonely. And so more and more, I think we, you may have noticed this if you've been a long time listener of this podcast, you'd know that there are some particular episodes where it's like Bono and I or with Ash, with or I've had one with Alex and Filippo where we were just, we almost just used it as a cathartic episode to talk about yeah. the difficulties we've been having in our entrepreneurship journey. Mm. And so that's the thing. I know this is a ramble message as well. Just bear with us. So this kind of like we have multiple jobs as entrepreneurs. Mm. And I don't think that that gets, I think it gets talked, sorry, I shouldn't say it doesn't get talked about enough. It does get talked about a lot. But I think probably not in a way that is actually like implementable. Not to say that we are talking about in a way that's implementable, by the way. But I think we want to start to potentially head that way. Because at the very minimum, we know that being an entrepreneur has at least, at least two full-time jobs. One is being an entrepreneur, as in actually keeping a business going. Yep. And the second thing is marketing. Like if you are an entrepreneur... At the end of the day, you are a marketer. You have to be. There is no other way that you can actually build a sustainable business. And so that's kind of what this podcast is really leaning into. It's definitely leaning into the marketing side for sure. But more and more, we are bringing in the entrepreneurship side as well. And hopefully by us actually sharing our personal journey with you, you can also see that you don't have to be alone in this because entrepreneurship is incredibly difficult functionally, like to do the things. to do it. Yep hopefully it doesn't have to also be as lonely and you know I I know we like to rise above you know that the whole thing of misery loves company company. but it does (laughs) you don't want to be alone in you know in in your quote-unquote misery sometimes not to say that you know it's it's miserable all the time but if you can kind of like hear hopefully that hey there are actually like all of us we all struggle in certain points in this entrepreneurship journey so you're not, you're never alone in that. Then hopefully that makes this a little bit easier. Mm. So that's kind of how we thought about how we can make mm. this podcast personal. I don't know if you had any other thoughts to add to that. No,
1: the only thing I would add or change is that I think you said, you know, sometimes can be, I, I feel like it's most of the time and it's not because you don't like what you're doing. They're very different things. I think we're doing hard things every single day and mm. it can feel like that. So I think, yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's really the almost like the heart of this podcast. Yes.
0: And hopefully let us know. I don't know if we if we're living up to that. And because and this is new, as in obviously implementing this pyramid is new to us. So we're probably not doing all the things consistently yet. That's the point of doing this exercise. Now we know we have a bit of a frame. We we know that the path that we need to be on. So I'd love to hear from you. Again, email hi at capshow.com. Do you think that we hit one, two, three, maybe all four? Are we on on the way? Do you have any feedback for us on how we can become your absolute favorite show? Because that's the the name of the game. That's what we want to be doing. So just to recap, so this is only step two, by the way, of, <laughs> of creating your premise so that you become your audience favorite show. But step two is the audience residence pyramid it comprises of four tiers. The first tier is relevance. Second tier is enjoyable. Third tier is impactful. And the fourth tier is personal. So again, we've talked through what that means and looks like for this podcast. What does that mean and look like for your podcast? I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. So that's step two. Now, step three is then pulling it all together and again go and listen to Jay's into last week's episode because Jay you know he got, went through the same thing the same structure he went through the audience residence pyramid and then at the end he was like all right now it's time to pitch it now that you've kind of got those four the, the four I guess it tears
1: when you expand the tears yeah <laughs> expanded tears when you, <laughs> when
0: you make it your own I don't know anyway yes yeah. um when so you... yeah when you do the thing, when you have the substance you can now like Morph it, mold it into the pitch, which becomes your trailer, which becomes your episode, your podcast description, which becomes the tagline for your pod- podcast. It's, it's actually really, really powerful. And so what I wanted to do was read out what we came up with. This is totally first draft. And by the way, we haven't even overlaid the stuff that we learned from a PVO perspective. So we're going to do that next. And we'll pull it. Maybe we'll share our before and after in, in the show notes. And then, and obviously you'll also see the after, we'll update our podcast description as well. But what do you think about this? You are an entrepreneur who wants to reach more people with your podcast without losing your time and sanity. But if you're honest, that's feeling less and less attainable. More than ever, entrepreneurs who podcast are faced with so much change and so many to-dos. At breakneck speed, it's getting unsustainable, leading to slow or no growth and burnout more you do, the less impact you seem to have. Is it just a fact of entrepreneurship life? How do we best thrive, not just survive? Because that's the problem. We're so busy trying to do all the things we can't remember what it's like to have true impact with our message. It's a lonely struggle. We've launched our podcast and published regularly with a bit of promotion, but we haven't cracked the code on using it to grow our business. Surprise! You have two full-time jobs, entrepreneurship, and marketing. We need better, more flexible systems that allow us to succeed without burning out. Because for entrepreneurs who podcast today, being resilient is just as crucial as being known. I am Deidre Shen. Join me on this weekly show where entrepreneurs who podcast share the strategies and tactics they're using to grow their business and their podcast. But just as you face increased pressure to learn and implement, we are increasing pressure on ourselves to also learn and implement. The right things. We learn through pie- piecing together our own and guest expert strategies and we implement alongside you. Because today's premium entrepreneurship skill isn't just learning all the things and putting it on the shelf, it's about doing it imperfectly and consistently to get results. This is a show about growing a business through growing a podcast. Unlike other shows about growing a podcast, we bring together disparate strategies and tactics shared by seasoned entrepreneurs in a cohesive way in- and implement with you along the way. I do love
1: the dramatic voice.
0: Right? On, yes. I know. Like I just, I had to, I I didn't know another way that I could read that out.
1: It's better than my Johnny Carson voice. But please, can you read it? You've got to tune into another podcast for okay. that.
0: All right. We'll, we'll save that for later. And then it was like, okay, well, it, can we come up with a tagline? I don't know. Let's, let's give it a go and see. Maybe it won't hit. Maybe it will. Let us know. Again, hi at capture.com. There's a lot of, there's a lot that you want us to, we want you to email into <laughs> us with. Okay. So tagline. The Grow My Podcast Show. The only thing today's top entrepreneurs who podcast have in common is how they implement. I felt like you were ready. You were more ready with more that clap. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that was a really long description, but you know, you can sort of, hopefully, hopefully you could see how by going through those four tiers, we started pulling those themes in together into that description. We didn't necessarily call out narrative style, but the reason why we use it narrative style, for example, is to bring that cohesive structured together. And that's kind of what we pulled into the description, the implementation, obviously the impactfulness part of it and the personal part of it. So yeah, let let us know if what you thought of that, was it a little bit too dramatic? Maybe it was my voice.
1: I think it was too dramatic. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, let's hear it from the people though. Yeah.
0: So definitely email us hi at capture.com and give your feedback because we are here to create your favorite show. That's all we have for today. Thanks for joining us on the Grandma Podcast Show. My name is Deidre Shen. I'm Bonna And as always, stay, stay awesome. awesome.